I have a question for you. What you got? What is it called when a chicken goes to a rave? <laughs> Tell me. A party foul. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, that was that was a joke grenade. It was a delayed response, you know. <laughs> it's okay. I like Googled rave jokes earlier and I saw this one and it also took me like three seconds to understand <laughs> the joke. But then once I got it, I was like, oh, this is actually really funny. <laughs> Look at this. Uh, I bought a birthday card recently and it's uh, for those listening. It's a picture of a nun holding a cheese grater and it just says... When it comes to nice people having a birthday, there's none greater. Oh, shit. <laughs> Come on. That is an interesting looking nun. <laughs> you know, I have a feeling it's not a real nun. Yo, y'all, you're listening to Plurality, a podcast about beautiful music, beautiful people with beautiful souls and faces and personalities and vibes. We do episodes every other Wednesday. Wednesday. Today we got drop of the week. We got a new segment, which I am jazzed for. It's rave day. That's the segment name. Like we're gonna rave together. You, me, everybody. And then we're gonna close out with unwritten rave rules cause we're raving. So let's hit you with a rave rule. I think this is a vibe. That's what I think. Is that such a good song? Oh yeah. I put this song on my TVA set and I played it the last time we were at the skinny. Definitely check out Redondo. Everything he does is good shit. Say less. Say less, say less. <laughs> That's a nice move. I like that one. I can move now that I'm standing. I can like do things. I'm not restricted to a little chair. Moody is recording at the standing desk today and they are bopping. We got to break that out at EDCO. <laughs> All right, let's do this thing. What do you got for us for an old dropper? My dropper of the weaker is a little change in pace for, I think, both of us. Not not so much a curveball, but just a nice little nudge in this direction. I don't know. I feel like I, I kind of feel like sometimes with drop of the week, there's this pressure to bring a banger every time. And I'm like, no, there. sometimes I want to like share a song that is a little less like intense, but still beautiful in its own way. First of all, zero pressure for me. You can play whatever the hell you want. And to the seven and a half people listening, I don't think there's any pressure from them either. So maybe Coco is a little sassy about what you play, but outside of that. Okay. Wrong word. Wrong word. <laughs> I, I more meant like the name itself, Drop of the Week, you know, is like, oh, there's going to be drops. Yeah. You got to play a banger. I mean, bangers accepted and enjoyed, but it is a cool space to just play anything that you want to bring to the podcast. And that's kind of how I have started to view it. It's like such a cool outlet to literally play any song on the planet. Facts. Facts. So this one is a little change in pace. It is a beautifully crafted song. And when you listen to it, you'll just hear how dynamic it is. Dynamic. So that's the reason I went with this one. And actually, once I I didn't know pretty much anything about this DJ. Um, I've just known their music for a while. And when I looked into their um, history, it's pretty cool. So I was excited about that. Sometimes we, when we pick a DJ, like you can't find much information about them on online or something. And mm -hmm. it's nice to find some like good tidbits on these people. My drop of the week is Fargo by Adin.
builds. Isn't it so beautiful? I saved it like 20 seconds after you put it on. <laughs> There's just something so interesting about this song that's different than other Deep House songs or just like any song in general that they used this um, element in production called panning. So it's like going, I, I believe, into from one ear to the other. And the volume, it, it sounds like it's like going away from you and then coming back. It plays with the spatial audio. Yeah. So it might be moving from your right to left, front to back. And it's such a like soft sound that like just really listening to the effect of the music is just so beautiful to me. I think it's really awesome because like if you're listening to an aggressive song, maybe that's like an element that you wouldn't pick up on as heavily. Oh, I agree. Like your ears are just so relaxed with this kind of, of noise yeah. and then like it's like you're hearing it breathe, kind of. Ooh. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, you're much more maybe in tune with a song like this when you have to more deliberately, softly listen, Yeah, I guess. It's kind of like you have to pay attention more because like, if a song has a lot of things going on, it's hard to pay attention to so many things. I guess there's that difference, letting it hit you versus like attentively listening. Exactly. <laughs> That's really cool as a concept. I actually originally chose a different song of Addins to talk about. And then I went back and I listened to the song because this is the first song I got into by him. And it's his first song on Spotify, but I believe he was releasing music before Spotify. A lot of the music that he's released on Spotify have been released through two of his own imprints that he started, one in 2017 called Add-In Records, and then the other one is called Dref Records, and that started in 2019. So if you like look at most of his music and his catalog, they're like all his own imprints, which are pretty cool. Or I think that's pretty cool that he's like, oh yeah, I like own pretty much all my music. <laughs> when you say imprint, is that like- An imprint is like a, a record label. Okay. It's just another name for a record label. Cool, I learned something. Yeah. But it's all his, he's got his own imprints. Pretty much. There are a few songs that aren't on those two labels that I just said. It's on a different imprint, a few. A different yeah. imprint, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, if I were to imagine where the, the, the history of where that word came from, I think it would go back to like vinyl record making because you're imprinting. Have you ever seen vinyl records be pressed? It's so cool. You're imprinting the song. And you're putting the label on it. <laughs> yeah. I could have totally made that up. I have no idea. <laughs> hey, I'm taking it as fact. So <laughs> nicely done. I'm just saying, I know like usually when we're talking about job of the week, so I'm like laying down facts for everyone listening at home. I don't know if that's a fact, but it could be. Um, it's in my heart. It's a fact. There you go. What's up with Aiden? Tell me about him. So Aiden is a DJ producer, real name Adjton, I believe is how you pronounce it. Adjton Begovic. He is a DJ producer from Rotterdam, Netherlands, and he has a really interesting story. As a kid, he actually was born in Bosnia, um, but when he was very young, it was just a really hard place to grow up at that time because it, the country was war-torn. And then as a young child, he ended up moving with his family to Rotterdam, Netherlands, and he moved into a record store, apparently. Ah, uh, what? That was the little information I got about that story on the internet. What a cool upbringing that must have been. Yeah, like it could be like a building that downstairs, you know, is the record store. Yeah. And then upstairs, there's like an apartment or something. Right, right. Uh, 
Um, that's what I imagined in my mind, but maybe he was literally just in the back of a record store. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a cot in between like boxes of records. <laughs> when I meet him someday, I'm going to ask him this. <laughs> <laughs> Were you using records as a pillow growing up or what was the situation? <laughs> the imprints. Yeah. <laughs> the imprints. Adam's style of sound varies between deep house and melodic techno sounding tunes. And all of the music he makes is inspired by the combination of the dark and the light moments he has experienced throughout his life. So I think it's really interesting that that is how he creates his his art is that he is expressing like things that have happened to him throughout his life. Cause I think there's just, you know, today, especially there's so many songs that like don't really have meaning behind them. They're kind of just like, meh. <laughs> Look at this cool thing I made. <laughs> or, you know, it's like a song about partying or whatever. Like it just like, yeah. the, it's not about like something deep that happened to me in my life and like wanting to express yeah, yeah. that with the world. So I think it's cool that he uses the combination of the dark and the light moments that he's experienced throughout his life to create his art. He's known to play his sets in the moment rather than plan them out meticulously before a show. And that like terrifies me to think about doing as a DJ. <laughs> like the way you prepare a set compared Legit. to that. Yeah, I'm just like, oh my God, literally. But like cool thing happened. So apparently he was on the lineup for EDC New York, which no longer happens, but there once upon a time was an EDC New York. I tried to look up how many times it's happened, but the information on that is not great. I do know about EDC New York. The last time they had it, I believe was in 2016. And I think like two or three people ended up dying from bad pills. So the third day was completely canceled. Like our mayor at the time was like, yeah, no, this is not continuing. And I believe that was 2016. So, and they, I think they tried to scrub a lot of that from the internet, you know? So it's hard to find articles specifically about EDC New York. But he was playing, I think it was probably the early 2010s. He was playing his set just in the moment. And he went from being like really melodic into some industrial, like really dark tones halfway through his set. And Pascal Rotella just happened to be at his set watching. And Pascal was just like blown away that he completely like changed the vibe of the of the set and i assume the crowd fucking loved it he was just feeling some dark stuff and switched it up apparently he because he's so in the moment like he'll just like test out a song to see how it's hitting and then if it's hitting he's like oh i'm gonna go down <laughs> keep it. I'm gonna go down that you know alley yeah so he was responding to the crowd rather than the other way around that's actually incredible and is there anyone really who's who's really doing that i have no idea <laughs> I feel like John Summit kind of will play for hours and hours and, you know, doesn't really need a set plan. So I'm sure there's people doing it, but it's very cool. For sure. Yeah. If you're at like a big festival, I assume that most people are practice that. But then, yeah, if like you're doing. If you're playing six hours at club space, you're like, <laughs> I'll just bring my stuff in. Exactly. Know. Well, because in that situation, like if you're James Height, like James Hype you probably wouldn't be doing four decks and like doing crazy tricks, right? You know, it's <laughs> right. like, you're just going to mix the tune and maybe you could get three decks going and like just be mixing yeah. the tunes. But yeah, I would imagine the average DJ. 
could not just like throw down a set at a festival and be like, here it is. <laughs> Damn, that's cool that Pascal was there. Yeah, so Pascal like was so wowed by him. Oh, and also Rolling Stone mentioned in it, an article that they wrote called 25 Raviest Moments of Electric Daisy Carnival in New York. <laughs> Thank you, Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah, apparently one of the 25 things was add in set. Let's go. They were like, it was like rave, like legend type shit. And it's just so cool. I love that. I love that story so much. And Pascal since has regularly booked add-in at EDC Mexico, EDC Orlando, EDC Japan, and EDC Las Vegas. He like puts them in like a specific place that those vibes are like really welcomed. And apparently he just kills it every time. (laughs) Man, we got to see this boy. Yeah, I actually didn't know that he played. He was on the lineup last year for EDCO. When I was just like looking up everything, I saw his name and I was like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta see him. It's okay. Next time. Next time he's on a lineup for sure. I personally am definitely going to go check that. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> that was some great deep house. Just really, and not like the normal deep house you always hear. Yeah, sometimes with, I mean, sometimes with any genre, like you can hear the same song so many different mm-hmm. times, just like tweaked a little bit. And it's like, kind of just sounds like a cookie cutter <laughs> song. But that is like a song that you're like, fuck, dude, like, how did you make that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, okay, bro, we see you. Yeah, that's that's all I got. He's he's played other big festivals to include Mysterylands, Sensation, Creamfields, and Elro. So he's just been around the whole dang globe doing his thing. Creamfields, huh? What festival is that? Oh, you don't know what Creamfields is? No. Oh my god, it's massive. It's in um it's in the UK. And like Creamfields is where Eric Prids debuted Hollow for the first time. What? That's like how big it is. <laughs> Founded by Cream. The British club promoter. The sets there, like their main stage is, it's fucking massive. It's like if you were to take Printworks, the venue. Yeah. Like that kind of vibe and then just make it really long and really wide. (laughs) That is an incredible vibe. And we also have to do Printworks when it reopens, like 2026 or something. Oh, is it reopening? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, they're taking a couple years off and then gonna come back which is amazing that's sick hey thanks for bringing bringing Aden, aiden however we decided to pronounce it's it's Aden. Aden. so when i was doing his other name i was like oh it must be like adam but Aden. okay that's a really amazing way to describe it and makes it very easy to pronounce to remember right <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Aden. yeah it helps that my brother's name is adam so oh, it's nice. like adam and Aden. how many brothers do you have <laughs> two two mm. adam and kevin i know kevin just the stories, just his his career, you know, in the film industry, some of his his great works. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, absolutely. Adam's doing big things too. He works for United Airlines, and he's in. Let's go, Adam. Denver, Colorado. He's got a bunch of buds out there. He's been trying to pick up snowboarding, which is an awesome thing, I think, for a thirty. What is he now? Eight year old to to be picking up like at that age. Snowboarding's hard to learn. He like bought all the equipment and everything, and he's like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm doing it. <laughs> it's, like, it's happening." Yeah, I was like, "All right." Okay. <laughs> Moody's like, oh, go off. Do your thing. He also learned that a lot of the women in who live in Denver, Colorado drive Subarus. Are into... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say are into like 
boarding things like whether it be hiking or skiing or snowboarding or you know Mm. whatever ah so he's got to be a snowboarder so he can meet some ladies perhaps i think that is a factor this jam yes (laughs) (laughs) because he's he's never been like an outdoorsy person i'm pulling for adam so hard he's got this (laughs) you got it dude keep going keep going all right well let's continue this drop of the week i i am bringing a banger like such a fucking heater. I'm genuinely jazzed to play this one. Hope by the Chainsmokers with vocals by Winona Ryder. No, psh, Winona Ryder. Winona Oak. And <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know any other Winonas. Like, it just. <laughs> That'd be so funny if it actually was Winona Ryder. And then we're like, can you imagine? I mean, even seeing Nelly Furtado on the stage for Dom yeah. Dalla, that's like worlds colliding, you know? It really is. Um, <laughs> but this is the uh, the Parker remix. Parker's the man excited to talk about him. All right, I'm about to blast this volume. can see why you make me feel hard cause you have me so low 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 you're always so tall cause you stomp up my grow grow growth i only wanted you cause i couldn't have you now that i know that was a love that was a love that was just love oh <laughs> where did that come from start the siren at the end in the background they're like god let the people move (laughs) that was quite the journey (laughs) i don't even know what like genre you would call that drop trap dubstep type vibes i would say trap yeah trap dubstep maybe um i'm still trying to learn what what was the one that Oh, hard wave. I'm still trying to learn that sound. It's really hard for me. <laughs> hard wave? I literally could not tell you. <laughs> Remember, that's that's what Villa makes. That's her genre. Oh, that she okay. Calls yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. Hard wave. And then they were like, it's hard style mixed with, I think it was trap. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about Parker. And I'm going to tell you about his music mostly because... Like you said, how it's nice when there's tidbits about somebody. Parker doesn't got tidbits. There's <laughs> there's no tids, there's no bits, no tidbits. There's just the music. I, I didn't even know that. I didn't look at your notes at all. So it's funny that I said that there's always all this good information. You're like, there's none for Parker. Yeah, there's there's literally nothing. His Spotify bio is interesting. It's one paragraph. It reads, Sometimes taking a step back and really reevaluating your current state and being is all one needs to get the inspiration to start over. Taking advantage of lessons learned and using it as an opportunity to reassess, rebrand, and rebuild. With a new outlook, Parker was born. So that's like all I know about Parker. This is like a 
a rebirth of some kind. His tunes first started seeing Spotify in 2017. He has remixes of songs by The Chainsmokers, Dom Dalla, that one I sent you of Miracle Maker, a vibe, Borgor, Cruella, Nightmare, and many original tunes. And one of the coolest things, maybe my favorite thing in my few hours of listening to Parker today, is just the wide range of music and genres that he creates. Like that tune we just heard, I didn't really find another song that even really remotely <laughs> sounded like that. From melodic bass, some house, trap kind of like we heard, some smooth DMB. There was a song with a hard style drop that I like saved instantly. It was very good. <laughs> 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 he has a moody song. There's one, uh, here, I'll play it for you. It's called O. I'll play like two seconds of it. outs in that job <laughs> and then, okay i'm gonna hit you with this uh hard style drop different song though right totally different song this one's called give up I heard that in the car and was just fist pumping immediately. <laughs> I like that kind of hard style where like the drums aren't so aggressive because a lot of time in hard style is like that noise and I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Man. Yeah. It's too high. But that was like exactly the type of hard style we like. Yes. No, I, I can get on board with that kind of hard style for sure. He had that like fun noise that was like Perry the Platypus, like or whatever. Like just some fun sounds we got mixed in. Flexing the skills. Flexing the skills. So I've been making my way through the This Is Parker playlist on Spotify. It's two hours, has however many songs. But I've been very impressed with the range and quality. So Parker, thanks for your work, brother. Keep it coming. Keep it coming, dude. Baba Louie. Baba Louie. It's time for rave day. Ayo, I have a costume change. One moment. Okay, I'll grab my passion. <laughs> a few moments later. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> What's up? We got Frenchie. We got Coco. It's the parties. It don't stop. <laughs> Coco. Can you see my bolo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is my Diplo look since we're having a Diplo rave. Oh, that is your Diplo look. I got the disco cowboy hat. I got some pink glasses. I got my bolo. All right. Rave day. What's the inspo? Well, last weekend, first weekend of August, was Lollapalooza. And the great people of Lala did us a huge solid and live streamed so many sets Let's see. I got stuff to chat about. I just can't see shit in these glasses. <laughs> um, 
so like some of the sets I had the chance to watch, Disco Line, who did his thing. Diesel was so fun. Subtronics was bananas. Sophie Tucker, they're so sexy and fun. I love them so much. Me too. Nora and Pure was like clean. Medusa was like in his leather pants and his slicked back like silver fox hair and did his thing. And then Odessa in the rain, that was a vibe and a half. And the pictures they just posted on their Insta, Everybody should go check them out because the rain was cool. But we're going to talk about Diplo because it was Thursday night, first night. Mans is so fun to watch play music. And it was an hour 15 set and I just wanted to talk about it. But then I saw it was on SoundCloud and I was like, why don't we just listen to it? Not an hour 15, but I have carefully chosen six of my favorite moments and chopped it all up into like eight and a half minutes. And y'all, we're just going to rave. Come to the rave. Put your pash on. Put your your, your goggles on. Put your candy on. Put candy on. Oh, I'm wearing the one that you made me. Oh. Queen. The queen. <laughs> <laughs> I love making that one so much. I love it too. In the words of my dear, dear friend, Bruce Buffer. <laughs> For Diplo from Lollapalooza. gonna mix Barbie with you think? <laughs> I don't know. Oh shit! Oh shit! Listen to the crowd! Damn, you're standing! You're having so much fun! I gotta stand! <laughs> Go ahead! Snail. It's Gary. <laughs> That's not Gary. <laughs> Oh, 
wherever you are, in your car, at home, at the gym, at work. I hope you're vibing with us right now. <laughs> How about that studio reverb, though? <laughs> I know. You got to listen to the whole set. Their voices, oh my gosh. Yo, he played Inner Bloom and you thought I wasn't gonna include it? Wrong. <laughs> Soldier boy, I've been it all. Why be cranky? Why be raw? Why be fake? That soldier boy, that Superman, that all. Why be fake? That soldier boy, that Superman, that all. Why be fake? That soldier boy, that Superman, that all. Why be fake? That soldier bo
you're just expending all the energy right now, and it's making me so happy. It feels great to be standing up. <laughs> all right, last one. Last song, get into it. One more, one more, one more. This like made my whole life when he played it. <laughs> the Harlem Shake. the Diplo set we saw in 2019. It was just so much fun. He At one point, he was playing The Vanga Bus Is Coming. <laughs> the Vanga Bus Is Coming. <laughs> he likes to just like throw in random old songs like that, but he mixes them really well. So well, and it's a fun drop always. Exactly. Well, now the set is over. We're back at the Airbnb, chilling. It's time to recap. How did you like the set, homie? I loved what I heard. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely want to check the rest of it out for sure. Oh, man. It was so fun. The The Harlem Shake, actually, at every show or festival I've been to for probably a year now, like every so often there's a moment that happens and I'm like, oh, the Harlem Shake would hit so perfectly right there. And no one ever does it. But my boy Diplo did it. Let's go. Let's go. So I'll give you a, a recap of what we listened to. We started off with Pocket Full of Sunshine by Natasha Bedingfield, Into Barbie Girl, Into Levels by Avicii. Thank you. Number two was a Seven Nation Army mixed with Where You Are by John Summit. That was pretty splendid. It was splendid. Have to agree. Number three, he was playing out Habits, parentheses, Stay High by Tuvlo. A banger. Number four was Thunderclouds, which is from LSD, which is Labyrinth Sia Diplo. And it's the Lost Frequencies remix. But holy shit, what a trio of incredibly talented people. The voices of Sia and Labyrinth with Diplo is pretty insane. 100%. And they don't disappoint. There's a reason they have ginormous song after ginormous song every every project that diplo is in is fantastic yeah jack you i mean jack you with skrillex major laser with welshy fire and ape drums is the third guy the other one that comes to mind is he and mark ronson make a silk city silk city silk city yeah it's a disco inspired like project that they started together and they do that song electricity with dua lipa yeah. on the vocals oh my gosh falling into you oh baby the diplo catalog of collabs is maybe as good as it gets in edm 100 and you know it sucks like for when he produces great songs for other people and then those people win the grammys yeah. because like he has he has grammys of his own yeah. but like when you think about how many times a song has won a grammy that he produced he made the song but he doesn't get the credit for you know 
I mean, he gets a credit on the paper, but like not with the trophy. It's just interesting. It's interesting. People don't realize that, that he's that talented. Here on the Plurality Podcast, we are giving Diplo full credit for his talent. You the man. Go get them Grammys. You go, Glenn Diplo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's finish this up. The fifth thing that we heard in that set was the uh, Inner Bloom remix by DJ Prophet into Soulja Boy. I might be the first time Inner Bloom has been nicely <laughs> mixed into Soldier Boy. <laughs> like, well done. So I appreciated that. <laughs> Definitely has to. I can't imagine anyone else doing that. Anybody. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then the Harlem Shake. And watching it that Thursday night, I did just notice like that's so much pyro. He bought all of the pyro that was possible for this set. And then after he was like, that was a lot of pyro. <laughs> <laughs> Roasting chickens up there. Oh, we're roasted. We are roasted. That was rave day. Thanks for raving, Moody. Thanks for raving, Plurbies. That was fun. So next time you have to pick a set and then we can do it again. Sounds good. What? 10 out of 10 would recommend. And also your bolo tie? Diplo would be proud. Yeah, I did this just for US. That's it. Even has Gary on it now. <laughs> we upgraded it. Dude, the Gary Bolo is top notch. Maybe that should see EDC Orlando. <laughs> the Gary Bolo. <laughs> yeah, Gary Bolo. <laughs> that would be funny, huh? I have to like think of how to actually affix it so that he wouldn't fall. But that that's definitely a vibe. Yeah. I think I might bring this look right here to EDC Orlando. Hell yeah, you look like you're about to go like fly a plane into a rave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i do get stopped at airports pretty frequently no i call this the the virgin mary goes to the rave for anyone listening i just have the the pashmina over my head as like a hood and then wrapped around my chin it looks like a, a what like a bonnet or something i don't know what the wait wait hold on because i think you took my joke in a different direction yes i thought you meant fly the plane into the rave like a terrorist no 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 no. <laughs> the way you had your goggles on your head it, it made it look like you are like a pilot like back in the day <laughs> so you look like amelia Earhart is who came to you're mind you're so sweet <laughs> All I said was you look like you're going to fly a plane, like to the ra to the rave, not like into it. Like, oh, God. OK. Anywho, this was super fun. Jesus. I just wanted to clear my name there. <laughs> uh, that was that was rave day. And oh to close off this really fun episode of the plurality podcast, we're going to give you some unwritten rave rules. And Moody's going to kick it all off. So my unwritten rave rule is follow the buddy system, please, because we need everyone to stick together and know where their homies are. If you're inside the festival, it's not quite as important to do the buddy system. But, you know, like there are lots of times that we don't have cell service in a certain part of the festival for by a bunch of people. And then especially if you're like going to main stage, you're going to circuit grounds, you're trying to find your friends, they may or might not have a totem. Like there are so many factors into not being able to find people when you need to. So the buddy system is a great way to be like, all right, well, at least we got one other person and we can figure it out as a team rather than one person freaking out, especially when you're under the influence of other things and you're like, oh, it's really easy to fall down a rabbit hole. <laughs> there do be rabbit holes out there. There do be rabbit holes. And uh, Mikey's unwritten rave rule is uh, for you plurbies. If you've been listening to the plurality podcast, you must be one, a really cool person and two, a well-rounded EDM listener. And as a well-rounded EDM listener, 
you have a big responsibility because when you're at a festival or a show with your homies, you're ready. You know this shit. This is your time. So when a big song is coming, it's the early stages of that tune and you you hear it start to creep in there and you're like, oh, it's good. I hear it coming. You got to get the people ready. You got to prepare your family for the impending heaters that's about to come at you. So whatever you need to do, whether it's safety goggles on, we talk about strapping in here on this podcast, buckling up, linking arms with the homies, make an impenetrable wall to take on these bangers and these heaters, and you will surely be prepared for greatness. And that's my unwritten rave rules. Be ready for the big moments. And honestly, is there anything more fun than just like doing bits with your homies <laughs> during the set? <laughs> like, I, I don't think so. It's true. I love it when the entire rave fam is on the, same, on the same page, page. About, like the song yes. that's coming up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So so get your fam on the same page. Moody, I like we're going to break out our our dance. <laughs> you see all that we were just doing? It's a good dance. It's it, like it, it both like because you're flexing your arms up and then you're bending down like you feel it. In both parts. It's a full body dance. <laughs> that is unwritten rave rules. It's been a minute. I was excited to bring this one back. I like this one. It is a good one. It is a good one. You know what was a good, a good 45 minutes or so of content to listen to? I think this podcast that we just did, to be honest, I think it's pretty tremendous. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> we listened to so much good music. And if you liked it, you can find it on a Spotify playlist that DJ E Mood puts together on the Spotify. If you search E Mood, it will be there, as well as the revival playlist that Moody does, which are quite banging. I do have one note to, to tell you. Or just make mention of. Uh-oh. Mention it. My artist name is technically just Emood now. It's not DJ Emood anymore. Hell yes. I just think whenever... Yeah, you can call me whatever you want, but just when you're saying my artist name, say Emood. Yeah, yeah, DJ yeah. E-mood. Moody, I want to call you what is correct, and that's Emood. So that's what we're going to do going forward. Wow, this is kind of exciting. No more DJ. Yeah, I've dropped it. <laughs> Drop the DJ. We got a full multi-hyphenate talent here. I'm currently in the throes of rebranding my logo. So I'm changing it so that it doesn't say DJ Emood anymore. It'll just say Emood. Oh, are you going to make new stickers? Yep. Yep. That's the other reason why like I'm doing it right now is like my business cards and my stickers, like they're about to run out of everything. So I'm like, all right, it's time. Got to rebrand and then reprint everything. Oh, I'm going to need some of those stickers. That's for sure. Yeah. We should make some podcast stickers. Like for Forrest, everyone was giving out stickers of their stuff. I was like, oh, I need some plurality stickers to give the people. Yeah. I would much rather get a plurality sticker than a plurality candy. Yeah, totally. Because like the one time, whenever I've gotten two different times that someone like plured me their brand and I was like, yeah. uh, feels kind of weird, <laughs> you know? You want the candy to be something ridiculous, right? Well, I just want it to be something meaningful, really, because, like, <laughs> you're giving it to someone. I don't know. I'm behind the intent. I made some plurality candy, and I haven't given them to anybody because I just, like, kind of felt weird. Like, <laughs> are they even going to know what this means? Like, We can, like, frame them. And we'll put them in a glass case, yes. Auction them off. <laughs> for bazillions of dollars, surely. Yes, exactly. Oh, definitely in Bitcoin. <laughs> yes, BT see it's the future mm-hmm. plurbies if you want some stickers or have ideas let us know also plurbies 
you want to share this podcast with your favorite fellow raver, that would be super rad. And you can follow us at PluralityPod on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Threads. Tonight, I am DJing for a collective. August the 16th? Yes. Tonight, I'm working with two different collectives. One called Gays Against Guns, the other one called Change the Ref. And it is a tour that's been happening around the country. There's a school bus owned by this man whose son was murdered in the Parkland shooting in Florida a few years ago. And ever since around his son's would have been birthday, I mean, throughout the year, he's been doing things to raise awareness on gun laws and gun safety and all of these other things. So we're having a we're having a dance party in NYC AIDS Memorial Park, which is in the West Village. It's right next to a hospital that helped a lot of AIDS patients in the 80s. A lot of people died there, unfortunately, because of it. And uh, the park next to it, there's a memorial for all of those people. So so yeah, we're going to have a little dance party for two hours to raise yes. awareness for gun laws. And he's also doing a fundraiser for $10,000. I think they're just under 4K right now. So they have a little bit of a ways to go. And he told me maybe the New York Times is going to be there. So we'll Ooh. see. It should be cute. I'm going to be DJing. Mm, hella cute. And it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Oh, man, I'm excited to hear about it, dude. What do you got going on? What do I have going on? On August the 16th. <laughs> On August the 16th, I don't know, tomorrow I am helping my homie Matias film a music video and then driving to the Cape to see Nicholas oh, fun. and Van and Mike as well. Yeah, I'm stoked. Are you guys going to... Well, there aren't really shows there, I guess, right? No, not, not really. When's the next show? August 31st. Jai Wolf is coming to Roadrunner, which is a 10-minute walk from my house. Oh, shit. Along with Casbo, DeVoe, oh, and Mirn, M-Y-R-N-E. So that's going to be a wonderful night of tunes. Memba is coming in September to like a small venue. Mm. And it was $20 tickets. And I'm going to be right up front making a ruckus. Oh, there's a lot of great shows in Boston in the fall. It's it's a great new world for EDM. I love that it's 10 minutes away from your house and you can walk. It's really like the single best thing ever. That's where I went to Fred again on a Tuesday. I just walked there, walked home. MBD. Casual, no big deal. Although, based on this podcast, you should be following the buddy system. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I was walking home with my fellow buddy ravers. Okay, good. Also, I'm a fast runner. Nobody can outrun me. I do karate. I feel pretty good. It's true. You do jujitsu, so he's a trained fighter. A trained fighter. Shout outs to uh, Alley Cat, who I just had the great pleasure of showing my friend Jam. And uh, Jam might actually be at Izu. And I was like, if you go, you have to see Alley Cat. And then showed her Alley Cat. And she was like, oh, okay, nice. I'll be there. So maybe you'll see her there. Yeah, tell her to look for our totem. The totem, yes. Shout out to Barbara Streisand. And shout out to Miss Cream, who I really came close to sending uh, a pickup line to last night on Instagram when I was a little stony. Oh. Because I thought it was hilarious. But then I like got scared because I'm a little baby back bitch. You should tell her my chicken joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would work for sure. <laughs> hey, uh, what do you call a raving chicken? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
party foul? I actually don't even think I said it exactly how it was meant to be. But it's good. I think it was actually, what do you call a chicken at a rave? Well, listen, if if we ever get into some actual conversation, I'll have to break that one out. I've been watching this uh, show called Shorzy, which is a very Canadian show, and she's Canadian. And this guy just has the most hilarious pickup lines. He's like... <laughs> he said, I'd do a full gainer down the crack in Killarney just to hold your purse. Aww. I'd take a header off the bridge of nations just to brush arms with you. So romantic. Let's say we do this next time over a nice piping hot bowl of miso ramen. But you have to say it like a Canadian. You sounded like the voice you do for Becca. <laughs> Vanna, did you see they had acai bowls? Well, she's supposedly coming with us to EDC Orlando, but I have not heard one word from her, I don't think, since last EDC Orlando, so... <laughs> She'll be there. We'll see. You know how she just kind of turns up. Oh, Bex. You got a sign-off for us? Yeah, mine today is peace, love, and stretch, because you gotta, like, waken up your, your muscles, you know? I've been sitting in this chair that's, like, not ergonomic at all. I can feel my back being like, help me! So like stretching yeah. and honestly standing this whole time talking to you and dancing has been really nice. So that's why I'm just going to say everybody's got to stretch. Yeah. I'm stretching as I'm doing this. <laughs> well, it's been really nice for me too for different reasons, but those are that it is always a pleasure to do this with you, my pal. I honestly just had so much fun the last however long. <laughs> <laughs> me too, my friend. My friend. I like I like raving with you from different states. Yes. Okay. So you gotta, we'll bring this back maybe in a month or two. I am excited to do that because I feel like I don't watch enough of virtual sets. The production was awesome. Like I was so thankful to Lollapalooza. I was like, are you guys kidding me? Well, I think we checked all the boxes on this one. It was nice chatting with you, homie. It was nice chatting with you. Always a pleasure. Mm, thank you for listening. Our beautiful, beautiful listeners. I feel like we need to be like, Delilah. This is, this is the part of the, the segment where we say goodbye. <laughs> and this is the part of the show where we all gather around and sing silly songs. Silly songs. <laughs> well, I hope you have a fabulous weekend. Thank you so much. I hope you do too. I'm going to elsewhere because our friend is opening for Kalina Zanders and AC Slater. Let's go. Yeah, I'm excited for Is it Branquino? No, it's our friend Jasmine. She does techno. We love techno. <laughs> we love yeah, We stand techno. And then Sunday we're